Hello guys, I'm Andre. I'm Rahema. I'm Erica. And I'm David. And we are Things Fall Apart Explained. So I have just finished reading the last part of the book, and Okonkwo's exiled term has ended and he has returned to his old clan. To his surprise, everything is not the same despite his, expect his expectations. So the essential question that we'll be answering today is to what extent do trauma, tragedy, and adversity build resilience? So I think this is a very it depends type of question. And I say this because not every trauma, tragedy, or adversity builds resilience. For example, somebody loses their job and it takes them months or even years to get back on their feet because they're so crushed about losing the thing that they make a living off of. Or not every trauma, tragedy, and adversity doesn't build resilience. So for example, the same, the same thing. Somebody could lose their job, but then they could continue to feel more motivated than before to even pursue something that they would love that they couldn't do because they had that job. And in the book, when we see in chapter four, when Okonko returns from his exile and he is super against the Christian missionaries and he's very vengeful and angry and he refuses to believe that anything has changed and he doesn't want to accept the fact that there's a new power in town. And as a result of that, he creates this kind of distortion view of his clan and he thinks that he can get vengeance on the the white man's court and he can turn everybody back to how it was but it's like he's looking through this rose-colored lens which is extremely dangerous because now he doesn't have a realistic view of the world anymore and he, he's not building any resilience because he still wants to be how it was before but it's not and as a result he doesn't get what he wants and he in chapter 25 he is found hung from a tree because he didn't want to join the christian missionaries he didn't want to convert he didn't want to do anything and he decided that was the only way that he could keep his independence and that he could keep his free will by ending his own life but ultimately he didn't build resilience however he does show resilience at other parts in the story but at this moment in time i think that this adversity that he's been put through has really just taken over him and as a result that's why he took his own life i do agree with you to an extent and i do believe that um trauma tragedy and adversity build resilience uh, to some extent but it really depends on the situation i'd say that you mainly depend on how the individual's life is developing so if some of his expectations are being met or there's an extra improvement, small improvement in life, um, then I'd say that the individual will be motivated and more resilient. So throughout the book, we actually saw that um, Okonko has been through some um, tough moments in life from his childhood until his older life. Um, but for the purpose of my hypothesis, what I think about, I'll be taking into consideration um, the last adversity that he faced that was actually being exiled, right? So being exiled for Okonko was really tough because he was one of the leaders of, of the clan, um, but he was actually able to move out of the clan and build a new life and then actually be um, quite influential on, on the new clan, in the new clan. But his, expe his exp expectations weren't being met, like not at all. Everything that he expected wasn't happening. Um, in page 171, we actually we can actually see that he was disappointed because he 
he his his power was not not anymore and quote he knew that he had lost his place among the nine master spirits who administered justice in the clan meaning that the most important thing for Konko was not there anymore. His power was not there. And then in order to overcome that, and I have to agree with Mahama, he he actually did a lot of tough he, stuff. He actually tried to, but because of his new environment and the colonizers as well, he wasn't able to do anything. Um, the tribe and the clan didn't have um, a plan for what they're going to do. So there's this quote as well, page 198, where it says... What are they planning to do? He asked. No one knew, because such a thing had never happened before. Mr. Smith would have sent the district commissioner and his court messages, but they had gone on to uh, on the previous days, meaning that he tried to do everything as a group, but it didn't work. After that, he he gave up once he was um, imprisoned and then released. He basically gave up, and he basically says... If it's not going to work as a group, he'll do it by himself. On page 201, and he's like, afraid? I don't care what I don't care what he does to you. I despise him and those who listen to him. I shall fight alone if I if I choose. At this point, he doesn't even care about getting his power back, but just making some damage to those that are in control. And at that point, he wasn't even trying to get back what he had, but just again give some damage. And that's, I'd say that's the main, that's, that's probably the main reason why he killed himself. He was, he was a thing of ego. Maybe he didn't want to die, but he knew that he was getting killed. Therefore, um, he just did, do that himself, you know. And so my, my real world example for that is Hitler. Um, he had a lot of power in his hands. He, for a long time, he had everything he wanted. And then when things started to fall apart, and by the end of the World War Two, he just killed himself because he knew he was going to die. So it's uh, a thing of ego. Uh, I think that's the problem, though. Like, in the beginning, you said he didn't really matter at this point whether or not he was in control or power. He just wanted things to be the same. But going back to what Hema says about the rose-colored um, glasses, I think people who possess resilience don't see life through rose-colored lenses. And they understand that setbacks happen and that sometimes life is hard. And having that mental outlook allows them to work through such feelings and recover. So on page 192, where it says, for the first time in years, Okonko had a feeling that was akin to happiness. The times which had altered so accountability, accountability during his exile seemed to be coming round again. The clan which had turned false on him appeared to be making amends. When his exile terms were coming to an end, he automatically assumed that everything was going to be back to normal and he refused to accept the fact that the British had taken over, like on page 207. Then they came to the tree from which Okonkwo's body and dangling and they stopped dead. As we mentioned before, he did end up killing himself in order to escape the change in his life which for someone who values tradition i actually think it's ironic that he goes against it so grossly because it is considered an abomination to his Igbo society where um in the book it says why can't you take him down yourself it is against our custom it's an abomination for a man to take his own life his body is evil yeah so one example of resilience that i've seen through the book was a uh, new way who uh, found comfort uh, in the church. Uh, so all his life, his father's behavior really affected him through like the killing of Ikemefunma. Ike Ike yeah. 
and uh, just like forcing him to be a real man and the church was a way for from him to, for him sorry to escape his father's toxic masculinity uh, an example from real life would be uh, in my personal life where i grew up in in a family where it was a single mother and i grew up pretty poor where I, i had to skip some dinner sometime it doesn't affect me that much because on the other hand uh on my father in my father's family i grew up with uh, middle as a middle class where i was an only son so my life was much easier um another real world example could be um going through death for the first time um not necessarily of a person but just death in general um i could explain when one of my dogs passed away unexpectedly like two years ago um it was obviously a shock because i never thought that she would just die so suddenly and she died in her sleep so i was really hesitant to ever let another animal or you know companion back into my life because i felt like i would be replacing her in a way but i knew that wasn't true and i just needed to heal in order to have more love to give again and you know a couple months later we got two more dogs and then we had like you know more dogs obviously but it just took me a long time to actually realize that it's not my fault i didn't do anything bad it's just death is a factor of life and that's the one thing that is or one of the many things that is inevitable and that i can't control but all i can do is appreciate the things that i have the people that i have and the pets that i have and i have like so much love to give it's just important that i shouldn't just not give it because i'm sad yeah actually uh, and connecting that back to the book as you were saying that there are some external factors that we can't really control and when it comes to the book i'd say that it's the colonizers and um, okonkwo wasn't wasn't able to control and um, their influence over over the clan therefore there wasn't much to be done and coming back to what erica said as well in terms of him um, basically ignoring completely ignoring his um beliefs and killing himself at the end of the day it's his selfishness and that's actually out of my mind the second time that we see that just ignoring his beliefs and his, and his tradition of the first time was with his woman and then when he he beat her on the peace day right? lastly on um, with our conversation i'd say that my my definition of resilience is believing that life will get better and keep keep working you know no matter how long you take but at some point life would just get better and i'd say some we we don't we don't think some people are resilient simply because they give up before life can get better you know so sometimes that that's that's taken as not being resilient but in actual fact they they tried yeah i actually have a world word example to what you're saying um there's two celebrities kevin hart who is a comedian that we all know and dennis van alten who was an ice skater so kevin hart um injured his back a while back and he had to learn how to walk again but to help him get through that he used his recovery time to spend a lot of time with his family and that support encouraged him to get better and continue with his um work and so he remained strong and was able to carry on because he found that emotional support from his family and Denise Van Outen she was a contestant on Dancing on Ice and during one of her rehearsals she fractured her leg and even though she had fully recovered she decided to pull out of the competition now both of these celebrities obviously experienced two different types of injuries you know some will argue that one was more severe than the other but we also have to know that everyone's different everyone experiences situations differently
they both responded in different ways. We don't have much time left, but I'd say it would be nice to have our opinion on whether we liked or not the book. And in my opinion, the first the first two part of the book was quite boring and it took quite a while to actually enjoy the book. I'd say that the last part was pretty nice because there was a lot of action and de development, but and the rest of it wasn't as much. But at the end of the day, I'd say that I learned a lot from the book in terms of how um, African clans work and then also how resilience um, might vary from individual to individual. Um, I agree with Andre. Um, I think that the first half of the book was pretty slow, um, but towards the end, it really picked up with all like the violence and the clashing, and I really enjoyed that. And even though that Okonko was like the main protagonist of the story, I didn't like him from the beginning. He kind of felt like an anti-hero to me, and I'm kind of glad that he died, even though that seems bad. But that's just my opinion. Uh, in my opinion, I didn't really like the book, but I don't think it's just like because of the book. It's also a thing of language barrier, uh, and also I feel like the book as a whole was really slow. I personally thought that the book was okay. I would have liked it if Okonko realized, you know, his ways of coping isn't really effective and I kind of hoped he'd figure it out and just accept the fact that, you know, life is changing, life will always change, but otherwise the book was okay. And to answer the essential question finally, to what extent do trauma, tragedy, and adversity build resilience? We all think that it depends on the person and it depends on how they handle that situation. And that's it. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.